0: From Transport Topics in Washington, D.C., this is Road Signs. Here is your host, Seth Clevenger. Thank you for listening to Road Signs, the podcast series from Transport Topics that explores the trends and technologies that are shaping the future of trucking. In this episode, we're going to examine how predictive analytics can take fleet safety to new heights. We all know that driver safety is paramount in the trucking industry, but determining the risk profile for each driver is no simple task. The rise of predictive analytics, however, is reducing that guesswork. This form of data analytics is making it increasingly possible for fleets to predict which of their drivers are most likely to be involved in a crash. So how does this work? What can predictive analytics truly reveal about driver safety? And how can fleets use this information to prevent crashes before they happen? We'll set out to answer those questions in this episode. To learn more, I recently spoke with a pair of trucking technology leaders at two industry trade shows. Later in the program, you'll hear from Ashim Bose, Chief Data Scientist at Omnitrax. But we'll begin with my conversation with Hayden Cardiff, founder and CEO of Idelic. Let's play those interviews now. We're here in Atlanta at TMC's annual meeting, and I'm very excited to welcome Hayden Cardiff, founder and CEO of Idelic. Thanks for joining the program. No, thanks for having me, Seth. So let's talk about predictive analytics. You know, in trucking, this is first and foremost a way to improve safety by gaining insights into driver performance. So I just want to get this, uh, you know, your thoughts on this directly. You know, how can this form of data analytics really help fleets take a more proactive stance to their safety departments?
1: Predictive analytics, especially when you start to leverage some of the more modern technologies like machine learning, which is the building blocks of artificial intelligence. I mean, when you start to use those types of technology packages, you really gain such a deeper knowledge and level of insight into the data that you have and with the ELD mandate now full in effect for everyone across the industry i mean we've talked to so many fleets who are just drowning in data right data they quite honestly didn't ask for they don't know what to do with and with that in with that in mind especially now being liable for a lot of that data The idea of predictive analytics has become more and more interesting, and also such a necessity for them to just fully understand what it is and how to use it, and how to leverage it, how to make it work for them instead of against them in court. All those types of fun things. So, predictive analytics is key when helping to wrangle all of your data, get it into a single source of truth, but then also be able to not just have data, but really drive insights. Because that's that's really the most important part. any type of predictive analytics, unless it gives you insights, it's not it's obviously not useful.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is really how fleet managers are going to be able to sort through this just ocean of data that they have increasingly at their disposal. What do you do with it? How do you really get your arms around it? And, you know, next level forms of data analytics is, is how you know the industry can start to address that, right?
1: It, exactly, exactly. And we, and we've, I think we saw it first with a lot of the maintenance side, uh, some of the, you know, predicting engine failures, predicting uh, part failures, things like that. And that, you know, so I think that the overarching understanding of what it is has started to at least take hold a little bit in, in from, from that maintenance side. Um, but from a safety perspective, I mean, I think that's where a lot of our customers are seeing just a tremendous amount of value and ROI. Because you're spending so much money on accidents and claims and insurance premiums and even driver turnover, right? All of these things that are so detrimental to your bottom line, but also your brand and your ability to go out and get better freight. And so if you can, if you can now find ways to leverage the, amass, the massive amount of data that you have to now, again, just make more impactful decisions, you're gonna see huge benefits. Now, let's talk about
0: the kinds of information and and trends that a predictive model can reveal. You know, what what are the types of things that, you know, a predictive model might be able to see that a fleet manager wouldn't be able to see on their own? Just give me some examples. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, you know, being able to now pull in things like not just telematics, not just camera events, but also your accidents, your claims, your injuries, your work comp, your OSHA, your customer complaints, HR incidents, I mean hours of service, all of the information around your drivers are now fair game. And I think that level of just immense data from all those different angles really gives you, from a fleet perspective, just a 360-degree view of your driver if you're leveraging correctly. And so what that allows you to now understand and identify is you know, which drivers are having changes in their patterns, changes in behaviors, right? So you can start to see, I mean, we I'll give you an example. We had one, one of our customers um, who had a driver with seven years of clean history. And first off, the fact that the driver was with him for seven years, yeah, fantastic, right. right? And then secondly, like they knew this guy, John, he's a great driver, uh, you know, but then the, he showed up on the watch list from our from predictive analytics, right? And so they, they looked at him like, something must be wrong. And so they, they started to look through and realize that over the past several weeks, had a small backing accident at the terminal, was late to work a few times had a couple harsh braking events and also uh, had an argument with a coworker so like none of those things on their own are incredibly alarming right but all together and in such a short order you started to see a pattern so that's what that pattern was flagged and so they brought the driver in sat him down again with with a nice system you know using you know using and leveraging predictive analytics you you need to get all your data together and and so having all that together you can now more easily coach your driver so sat down and said hey John like this is what we're seeing like are we not treating you right is is there something going on at home like how can we help right which is a fundamentally different conversation with your driver as opposed to after a large accident and then it's either last strike or you're out of here or you're having to fire him so so being able to have that that uh, that conversation before something happens is really important and you can now shift your tone so within that conversation the safety manager quickly realized that this driver's parents needed to go into an assisted living home. So he was stressed out on the job, didn't have time to take care of it, didn't want to miss pay, so he didn't want to take off. And so what did they do? They gave him two days paid, let him go home, take care of his business, he came back and started to drive normally. Now, did that prevent an accident? We'd like to think so, but even even if ultimately that driver would have never gotten into an accident, you now have one of the most loyal and faithful and dedicated drivers at your company, at your terminal, because they see that you care and they that you, you were able to get out in front of a particular incident, give them the help that they needed at that time that they weren't uh right with as far as coming at you know coming out and saying some of the issues that were going on at home and and so it's it's a net positive all the way around. So th- those types of those types of systems are really, really crucial.
0: Yeah well so that really is a, a great example of, of what this can show and you know you, you think about how okay there's a stressful event in the driver's life, that shows up in the performance, that shows up in the you know predictive data analytics, and you can see what's happening, you know, rather than yeah waiting for an accident to yeah. occur. Uh, and of course, you're pulling in information from lots of different sources, lots of different software and applications. You, know, you mentioned ELDs. You know, fleets are using yep. you know, TMS, uh, transportation management software, all kinds of on-cab systems, uh, in-cab systems now, onboard cameras. Uh, what are what are some of the systems that you integrate with to kind of pull all this information in to feed into it?
1: Yeah, no, great question. And so, I mean, it, it takes... The flexibility to be able to integrate and pull in data from all of these different sources, and you know, for us personally, that's one of our big—that's that has been from our inception one of our big focuses—is making sure that we build the build first off, build build our product in a in a way that's scalable and can have all those flexible API integrations or um, other ways to push and pull data back and forth, whether it's FTP or or, or other methods. But making sure that we can now have the ability to tie into all those different systems. So, I mean, you mentioned a lot. ELD cameras, HR, the FMCSA portal directly, um, MVR monitoring, background checks, drug and alcohol programs, even, you know, sleep apnea, like wireless sleep apnea machines. So all of those are really critical to getting that full picture of driver behavior and driver data and then also you have your internal systems as well and this is something that you know when we go in and work with fleets this is this is a critical piece being able to now you know within our system you can actually log and track accidents claims injuries work comp OSHA so you know driver qualification files so now so instead of having those in spreadsheets or paper files or access databases internally so again having to go to 5 to 10 different places not even talking about your third-party vendors, just inside your own company, right? So being able to pull all of that together is really critical. So, you know, we, that's you know, we've we've been able to form fantastic partnerships and, and uh, integrations with a lot of your major vendors throughout the industry and in all of those different uh, in all of those different buckets. So that's why you know we we enjoy coming to conferences like this because not only do we get to to talk to prospective customers, but also our uh, integration partners alike. Did you know you can ask Alexa to open Transport Topics? In just one minute, you will hear the biggest trucking headlines of that day. Be prepared and start your morning off right with Transport Topics.
0: You know, I think Idelic actually has a, a really interesting origin story, if you will. You know, the product began a safety box that was developed in-house at uh, Pitt, Ohio, yeah. for was major motor carrier. Uh, and now since then, it's been commercialized more broadly through Idelic. Uh, just tell us about that journey. Tell us about the origin of the company, the yeah. origin of this this idea, this product that's now become idyllic.
1: Yeah, so we are incredibly proud of our heritage of just being able to, you know, be a product that's built by a trucking company for a trucking company. So, you know, knowing that we've you know we've taken a lot of the insights from one of the safest fleets in the country, right? I mean, Pitt Ohio was, you know, who's now a fantastic customer and, and, and partner of ours, was up on stage this, uh, this last show from the mc winning their seventh President's Award in a row. And so that type of intrinsic knowledge just baked into the product is, is invaluable. And so, you know, they, they had, I mean, you know, back in 2004, they had a large accident uh, where they, looking back, they had all of the data Necessary to identify or train this driver or even get this driver off the road, but they didn't have a system in place to manage that data and help them, again, take data and make it insights. And so they started to create that product in-house just because they didn't see it out in the marketplace. And so that, to your point, became Safety Box and was a fantastic benefit to them and their fleet and their culture. And, you know, we, we saw a fantastic opportunity to be able to leverage the the insights that they 've been able to gain and be able to make a dramatic impact throughout the industry as a whole and so for us uh, so you know m- you know myself and my other founders we were all Carnegie Mellon alumni and so we were able to kind of marry up our trucking backgrounds with technology to to instead of just taking technology and trying to go find a problem, we had a problem and we were able to leverage technology to go to go solve it and so we just saw just such a Necess- such a necessary problem that needed to go be fixed throughout the entire industry, and so that's been that's been fantastic just to see the impact that uh, you know that that we've been able to make. And apart from
0: driver safety, you know, some fleets are also starting to look at ways to use predictive analytics to look at driver uh, retention. Absolutely, and, and that's uh, of course a, a huge problem in industry. You know, driver turnover is a big issue, especially uh, over the road truckload. is a... a you know, it's almost mind-boggling how much yeah. turnover there is, and, yeah. and how Fleetsman can find a way to manage that. But how can predictive analytics help to solve that problem? And what can a predictive model understand uh, about which drivers are most likely to be the next to leave a company?
1: Yeah, no, that's a great question. And, and you know, predictive you know predictive analytics, especially especially when leveraging machine learning, right? And and I'll make that distinction uh, clear because machine learning is is such a an additive layer on top of that right you can go in and say all right well if i see a driver who has you know less hours this week uh, let me flag him because he or she might be you know more likely to leave okay sure that's predictive analytics but there's a much much deeper level from using and leveraging technology like machine learning and which which is what we which is what we do at idelic and so that that Added layer allows you to bring in all of these data sources, all of these data, they're called features, right? These leading indicators to now understand and pattern and kind of look at the patterns that have led to those types of events, whether it be accidents, whether it be driver turnover, across hundreds of thousands of drivers going back several decades. And so you just have a ton of data that you're now combing through to identify all those patterns and it'll go in and actually weight those leading indicators for you. So you can now get a better sense of why your drivers are either getting ready to have an accident or getting ready to to leave. So you can go in and address them in a more prescriptive way. And so you're absolutely right. Machine learning, predictive analytics, those types of tools are critical for identifying not only accidents, but also which drivers are getting ready to leave. You start to look at data like, you, you know, can be very, you know, Understood metrics like home time, pay, things like that. But when you start to also factor in, uh, you know, their safety, factor in their operations, their uh, their effectiveness at their job. Uh, you know for us we're actually you know in the process of launching a driver mobile application so where drivers can see not only their safety scores but also see kind of the trainings uh, and start to see leaderboards and see kind of where they stack up and rank against their against their peers and so their engagement with those types of mobile applications their engagement with communication back and forth from dispatch or driver managers or the safety teams like th- all of that is incredibly telling information that you can also leverage into those predictive models. So again, I understand who's most at risk to leave.
0: Sure. And you've, you've you know, throughout this conversation, you've used words like you know, proactive and uh, prescriptive. And I think that's starting to, to lead into really the future of data analytics. So I want to get your thoughts on, on where analytics is heading next. You know, Do you see it becoming you know, increasingly prescriptive? Uh, and you know, is it going to incorporate more machine learning capabilities as you've been describing? Uh, what will data analytics look like you know, years, in the years ahead.
1: You, you know, it, it has to, it has to incorporate more prescriptive and actual insight into what should be done, right? And, and that's the whole, that's the crux of using predictive analytics, right? Like you want to be able to understand what to do. And so it's, it's it's you know, it's it's helpful to understand what problems are, but if you don't know how to solve those problems, it doesn't do you any good. And so, so for us, actually, that's our next iteration from a, from an accident prediction standpoint, is not only understanding who's most at risk for an accident over the next three months, but also what training should I prescribe based on that driver's past history, based on what training has been proven to be most effective, most effective for your fleet, what brands of training, what third-party vendors. So, I mean, there's so much into that side that we're really excited about uh, that we have the data that our, our, our data science team is, is diving into. So, and, and to your point, that gets to that next layer of insight. Which is hey, I can show who's at risk. Okay, but then why? Okay, that's that's another layer that we provide, which is fantastic. Now, what's that next layer as well? As, okay, what sh- what do we recommend to do about it based off of that predictive analytics? And so, the the whole point of this, and the you know what we keep hearing from customers is, you know, when you're talking about driver managers, when you're talking about dispatchers, you know, a lot of fleets are moving to this trend of putting safety in the hands of operations, which we love. Because there's a lot more people in operations than there generally are in safety. So if you can create that culture across the entire organization, you're going to have a stronger safety culture. But when you're talking about driver managers or dispatchers, a lot of times you're talking about 20-something-year-olds, pretty pretty new in the industry, pretty new in their own careers, and they're trying to coach, train, and manage seasoned professional drivers. Right? Like If you don't have your ducks in a row, if you don't have everything really nailed down, if you don't know what you're talking about, it can become very sticky very quickly. And so being able to give them better insights into what to do, what to train, how to say it, how to identify these issues with the drivers and, and bring those issues up. You know, within our platform, we, we also have you know, performance improvement plans where they can actually have tasks that are assigned to those driver managers and see exactly what talking points they should have, what coaching points they should have, what, what, you know, what notes they need to be taking. So like really making it dead simple for your frontline managers to be more effective, right? And, and that results in higher retention. That results in higher safety. And we've had customers drop accident rates by 45 and 50%. We've had, we've had turnover get cut by 40%. I mean, those, those types of things speak for themselves. And so the more and more people in the industry, and speaking you know, outside of just ourselves, more and more people in the industry can keep continue to dive towards the answering of not just what or why, but what to do because of that insight is really important.
0: Well, it'll be certainly you know fun to watch all this develop and and see more and more sophistication and in fleet management using all this information that the industry is capturing. And just a you know final question I you know want to leave you on here. Uh, you know we're here at uh, TMC. I uh, just want to get your takeaways from the show you know anything you've seen in the exhibit hall or maybe conversations you've had. Uh, any takeaways that. Uh, uh, you've had from uh, this event. This yeah,
1: th- I mean, as as all ATA events, this one is this one's fantastic, and and you get a lot of professionals coming in and looking at the technology side, looking at the maintenance side, and really trying to pull that together for their fleet. It's, it's, always, it's always fun. And so some of the biggest takeaways that we've seen thus far just walking around is just the buzz and excitement around what's next, what's new, and then how do you justify that from an ROI perspective. And you know, all the fleets that we talk to, they're really keen and excited on kind of what's next, how do we stay ahead, how do we stay proactive in you know, in whatever... Side of the business we're talking about, whether it's maintenance or whether it's safety, you know, being able to, you know, how do we stay a leader and how do we stay focused? But it really comes down to, you know, what solutions are going to be there, but what solutions are going to provide the most impact? And so, um, you know, that's that's one of the things that we always try to stay keenly aware of is, you know, how are we, you know, how are we trying to facilitate that for our customers and how are we trying to facilitate that for fleets? Is make sure that we're providing value across the board. Well, hey,
0: this has been a great conversation, great dialogue, um, but uh, I think that's a pretty good place to leave it. So thanks again for joining us, Hayden. We really appreciate you taking a little time out to, to chat with us. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Seth. You bet. Transport topics in
1: one word. Authoritative. Knowledge. Outstanding. Reliable. We ask transport topics readers to describe us in one word. Informative. Informative. Integrity. The Bible. Authoritative. The authority. Transportation
2: information, that's two, but I've I, I got to have it both. Physically large. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, that's two words.
1: Visit influence.ttnews.com forward slash say hello to find out what they're talking about.
0: I'm here in Las Vegas at Omnitrax Outlook 2020 User Conference, and I'd like to bring in Ashim Bose, Chief Data Scientist at Omnitrax. Thanks for joining us. Great to
2: be here. Thank you.
0: So I'd like to speak with you about the rise of predictive analytics. Now, in trucking, the main uses are to improve driver safety and driver retention, uh, but let's start with safety. You know, How can fleets use this form of data analytics to really take a more proactive stance on driver safety? Great question, Seth.
2: You know, safety is one of the key drivers within the industry for a lot of different reasons, uh, including, you know... Lives lost in accidents, including you know insurance liability, including the health of the drivers, health of the assets, etc. So it's really important to to make sure that uh, we are using the latest and greatest techniques from not only analytics but AI and machine learning as well to uh, improve the safety for our customers. So you know, I'll give you a few examples of how AI and ML and analytics can improve safety. Uh, you know. Simple things like uh, velocity, acceleration, some of the driving characteristics, heartbreaking lane departures, critical events as they're called uh, black spots uh, which are you know these congestion areas uh, mm-hmm. where uh, events occur these are all indicators of you know potential safety-related issues which can be predicted on if you will And so, our algorithms, based on the data we collect, are able to diagnose some of these as potential early warning indicators, if you will, um, that can be then, um, you know, provided as alerts to to customers in the cab, but also aggregated and presented as um, interesting information in the back office as well. So, um, hopefully that gives you a sense for uh, safety.
0: Sure. And what can a predictive model see that a fleet manager, a human in the back office, wouldn't be able to see on their own? Yeah,
2: so the the predictive models are not only, you know, looking at historical information, but also looking at real-time information, which is when the AI and ML comes in. And um, there's, you know, the whole communication loop between the cab and the back office and back to the cab to prevent something from happening, which is the predictive part, is a fairly complex loop. So, you know, these algorithms can work in real time to do this, whereas people in the back office would find that challenging and they would be swamped with the different (laughs) types of data they would have to look at to do that.
0: Uh, no doubt. Uh, and can you tell us a little bit more about the types of data sets that your analytics software is looking at? You know, Just give us some examples of where you might be able to pull in some of this information and that to, to ingest and start to see some of those trends. Yeah. So, you know, I'll give you some examples.
2: Some of this is over secret sauce. I'm not going to right. talk too True. much Fair about <laughs> it. Fair enough. But, you know, I mentioned speed is right. one. Uh, you know, there are, you know, speed limits and How much a driver is over a speed limit is interesting information. Uh, You know, the the driving distance or the following distance, you know, um, behind a vehicle is another interesting piece of information. Uh, Road geometry plays a role as well. You know, if you have sharp turns um, and speed limits, then that could be an indicator of, you know, um, safe driving. Um, So these are some examples. You know, there is map information, There's you know, bridges and heights and that type of stuff. The classic example is you know trucks getting stuck on the bridges and so on and so forth. So this is all basically data, you know, Mm -hmm. and the fact that we can harness that data and provide real time alerts and you know, uh, preventive information so that customers don't uh, get into the trap of falling into some of these issues is extremely
0: Sure, and you've been mentioning artificial intelligence, machine learning. Maybe explain a little bit more how that's shaping the further development of data analytics. Great question.
2: So, you know, analytics has been around a while, as has AI and ML, but let's talk about analytics. It's a primarily statistical-based approach, and it's primarily looking at historical data sets and then deriving uh, trends, outcomes, patterns, etc., based on based on that. So in a way, you are basically looking in the rear view mirror and trying to figure out what the future looks like. And when you didn't have you know something to look ahead with, then it made a lot of sense. Uh, but now with AI and ML, we are able to um, basically apply some of this intelligence, uh, still learn from the past, but apply it based on current... Data, current scenarios, and even forecasted scenarios in the future, and um, do the the analysis and the output of the insights and intelligence in a much faster way. So it's basically, with the advances in hardware and software, compute and storage, etc., uh, you know, some of these algorithms that would you know in the past require you know roomfuls of equipment can now be done in very small. Chips and and so you know it's become much more realistic to embed the AI and ML into uh, you know real world operational day to day workflows.
0: Okay, let's talk about one of the other main applications for predictive analytics in our industry, and, and that's driver retention. So we all know that driver turnover is just a, a huge issue in our industry. It's a, it's a challenge, and it's a big cost for trucking companies to onboard uh, new drivers constantly. So, just tell us a little bit more about how predictive analytics can help the industry begin to solve part of that problem.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Attrition is a big problem within the trucking industry. Uh, retaining good drivers is extremely important to our customers, and um, and so here we have a lot of different indicators we use, all the way from you know metrics such as you know time on the job, you know distance away from home uh, the uh, even some of the uh, the mood related factors of how you know psychology related factors about how the driver is feeling um, the tone of their conversations with their supervisors uh, what they're talking about a lot of these uh, become input to our models if you will and uh, what we found is uh, you know with uh, with the right text analytics you know sentiment, Analysis, uh, looking at some of the uh, some of the other uh, productivity data, time away from home data, hours of service data, etc., we're able to uh, you know diagnose where there may be challenges ahead in terms of attrition, and this allows our customers to focus on the at risk drivers for attrition who are strong performers. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a certain element of the driver community. That they may not, you know, mm-hmm. necessarily be too worried about losing if they're low performers, sure. right. but this allows them to focus on, you know, the high performers, the ones they want to retain, yeah. and uh, um, you know, develop strategies um, to retain them.
0: Right. So we talked about driver safety. We talked about driver retention. What are some other uses for predictive analytics in our industry?
2: So, so we are seeing, you know, a lot of use cases now to help improve productivity. And this is a good example of the blend of analytics and AI and ML coming in. So, you know, for instance, uh, optimizing routes, um, ensuring, you know, kind of looking at wait times, dwell times, and planning the routes more accurately. Um, Giving customers intelligence on when to take toll roads when not to, Um, you know. These are some examples uh, that are fairly strong have have a strong uh, indication and correlation with productivity, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we're also doing things like uh, helping customers uh, resolve distance anomalies with uh, with their routes when the GPS data is missing or noisy, and you know help them figure out. You know, what were the routes taken? What were the taxes owed on fuel and stuff like that? See, so these are pretty mundane workflows, um, except for those who are doing them. Yes, right. Um, but um, uh, but with, with analytics and AI ML, we're, we're basically helping them do their jobs much more efficiently and productively as well.
0: Understood. Uh, you know, the first time I remember predictive analytics really becoming part of the conversation in our industry was, from a company called Fleet Risk Advisors, and that's a company that Omnitrax acquired back in 2011, back when Omnitrax was still part of Qualcomm. Of course, a lot's changed in the industry since then, and I'm sure a lot's changed with data analytics. So I just want to get your sense on you know, just how much data analytics has improved since those days, you know, almost a decade ago when maybe we first started to have this conversation.
2: Yeah, I'm very familiar with uh, Fleet Risk Advisors. Some of those uh, team members are still on my team. Sure. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, there's a lot to be proud of there in terms of the legacy, some of the models that were built, which at the time were definitely very forward-looking. Um, what I would say is uh, the field continues to evolve. And um, as I was mentioning in the past, it was more around statistical uh, analysis and uh it was based on looking at historical data. Um one of the biggest changes going forward is, you know, with the introduction of AI and ML technologies with cloud computing coming in, we are able to do this at a much much faster pace with smaller data sets and with uh, real time algorithms. Um and uh you know even to a point where Uh, We're looking at basically, you know, doing all of it in real time where the data comes in and the insights come out uh, in real time, which, you know, if you look at the past was not the case, it was more of a batch process where you collected data, you exported it from one system, you put it into another, you ran your statistical packages Uh, And then you send out the the reports and the insights uh, maybe a week later, maybe a month later. And moving from that to a much more dynamic, uh, real-time-based approach, leveraging new AI and ML algorithms, which are now available in many of these uh, open source and cloud packages, also allows us to develop and enhance these models and automate a lot of the front and back end, if you will, um, so that it becomes more efficient as well.
0: Yeah, well, I want to ask you just a little bit more about the the future of data analytics. You've described where we've come over the last ten years and maybe where we're, we're headed. But uh, do you see us moving from you know a, a predictive uh, approach to increasingly a prescriptive approach to analytics, where we're uh, not only uh, you know predicting where uh, maybe the next event might happen or the next driver you who know, might leave your company, but also uh, to prescribe a, a a solution to the fleet manager uh, to, to kind of not just diagnose but also uh, you know, come up with a, a potential solution to that problem?
2: Absolutely. So, I definitely see prescriptive uh, in the very near future. Uh, in fact, even with uh, some of the predictive models we have, we're also doing some prescription. What I would say is uh, there's a need for a human in the loop mm-hmm. in the sense that, you know, Somebody needs to look at the prescriptions, make sure that you know they are aligned to what uh companies' policies procedures, best practices might be um but having said that, some of the initial set of prescriptions can be automated using a i and m l and um you know I definitely see that in you know it's already being uh,
0: rolled out I would say great. Well, this has been a great conversation, but I think that's a pretty good stopping point there. So just want to you know, tell you thanks again for joining us, Ashim. It's been a pleasure and uh, great to get some of your insights. Thank you. It's a pleasure as well.
1: From time to time, an issue commands so much of the industry's attention that it requires a deeper dive. A resource readers can turn to a Transport Topics Special Report. In 2019, we produced two. One, on the rising tide of electric trucks that are promising to reshape how goods are moved down the road. We also examined trends in trucking and insurance, with particular focus on how new technologies help motor carriers eliminate risk and how this is influencing insurers' underwriting practices. I'm Joe Howard, Executive Editor here at Transport Topics, and I invite you to learn more about our special reports and reserve your copy of the next one at ttn.ws special.
0: Before we close, let's take a moment to revisit our original questions. What can predictive analytics reveal about driver safety? And how can fleets use this information to prevent crashes? As we've heard from our guests, predictive analytics can give motor carriers a clearer understanding of the risk profile for each of their drivers. By aggregating and analyzing data from a wide range of sources, these applications can detect patterns that otherwise would have gone unnoticed. And those patterns can reveal not only safety risk, but also which of the drivers are most likely to leave the company. Armed with that information, fleet managers can schedule additional training and remediation for the drivers who need it the most. And that, in turn, can help trucking companies improve their businesses while making our highways safer for everyone. If you've enjoyed this episode of Road Signs, please let others know. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If my questions have sparked questions of your own, share them with me and the Road Signs team. You can email us at share at ttnews.com. We'll read them and respond daily. And of course, we'll be back in two weeks with a fresh episode of Road Signs. Until then, I'm Seth Clevenger. Thank you for listening.